Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, all of you beautiful people. Jules here for WhatCulture.com. And you know what? Video game publishers are absolutely obsessed with stuffing as much air quotes replay value into their game as humanely possible, whatever that really means. But you know what? Some games just don't ever need to be played a second time. Some video games say all they need to say on that initial, blissfully unaware playthrough. And whether due to their singular emotional impact, gruelingly bleak tone, or straightforward gameplay that simply doesn't warrant further exploration, the these 10 games are all just best played once. So let's take a look. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 amazing video games you should only play once. Number 10. Portal Valve's Portal is one of the most iconic and influential puzzle games of the last 20 years, a mind-bogglingly creative physics-based puzzle platformer that touts a singularly eccentric, infectiously charming sense of humour. As enormously satisfying as the moment-to-moment gameplay is though, there's not a huge incentive to replay Portal because, this being a puzzle game and all, the fun is largely centred around solving problems with your Portal gun. Those euphoric lightbulb moments of figuring out a tricky test chamber simply can't be replicated upon repeat playthroughs when you're already equipped with the knowledge of how to proceed, especially as the solutions themselves tend to be incredibly memorable and may not be forgotten by players for years. Unless you're a speedrunner determined to bend the game over your knee and dismantle it as fast as possible, there's very little incentive to play this more than once, as masterful as it is. Number 9. Brothers A Tale of Two Sons Brothers A Tale of Two Sons is a great game that leaves such a profound emotional impact on an initial playthrough that it's unlikely that many will feel the need to ever play it again. Now, without giving too much away, the indie adventure game focuses on two brothers setting off on a treacherous quest to find a cure for their father's illness, with each brother being controlled by a separate thumbstick. It's not only an ingenious, fiercely original concept, but also one that has a stunningly emotional payoff later in the story. What follows forges such a potent, unforgettable memory that few will feel much of a desire to re-experience it. It'll never hit the same way a second time, and considering some of the more tragic events that occur, you couldn't really be blamed for not wanting to go through it all again. God, just thinking about it is enough, honestly. Number 8. The Last of Us Part 2 The Last of Us Part 2 may be one of the most expertly crafted video games ever made, but it's also one of the most gruelling and emotionally draining. Across its beefy 20-plus hour story, more than double that of the original game, Part 2 tells an almost relentlessly bleak, sprawling tale of revenge that finds hope in only small, fading pockets. 
For the most part, this is a game concerned with the uglier side of humanity, murder, prejudice, fanaticism, and the soul-stripping inevitability of living through a global apocalypse. The violence in this game isn't cool or fun, despite how brilliantly engineered that it is. Neil Druckmann and company make you feel every kill that you commit, enough to make you question not only Ellie as a character, but your own complicity as a player. By the time the game is over, there's this feeling of profound relief that such an exhausting experience is finally done with, and so nobody could be blaming you for not having the desire to pull themselves through such a visceral, emotional endurance trial ever again. Number 7. Life is Strange It's fair to say that most episodic video games don't offer massive amounts of replay value. Even when there's a branching story to experience, the general limitations of the gameplay make replays itself a bit of a chore. You're better off just checking out the alternate pathways on YouTube, really. This is certainly true of Life is Strange, a tremendously affecting fantasy drama and easily one of the best episodic story-driven games ever made. Though there are choices for the player to make, few of them have much of an impact on the overall trajectory of the story and merely alter character relationships. Yet Life is Strange strikes a strong enough chord the first time that one playthrough is most certainly enough. You'll likely be unable to shake its ending, whichever one it is that you choose, for a good while, and the gameplay offers very little reason to come back for more. Number 6. God of War 2005 now, this is possibly a controversial choice, but the original 2005 God of War is a shiny example of an outstandingly well-made game that's incredibly enjoyable while you're playing it, and yet doesn't really give players much of a reason to consider a second go-around. The story is incredibly simple and lacks any sort of nuance which might tease players back in, but the real reason God of War is a one-and-done affair? Well, it's the combat. It's incredibly fun, but it's also incredibly shallow. The franchise creator even admitted it himself, such that the game is best regarded as a bombastic popcorn action flick that you savor while playing and then simply cherish as a fond memory. The same largely applies to most of its sequels, save for the 2018 quasi-sequels Soft Reboot, which introduced a more substantial, character-driven story and massively refined the gameplay. By comparison, the earlier God of War games feel completely surface-level, which is fine because sometimes a button-bashing, gory-as-hell action game is just what the appetite craves. Number 5. What Remains of Edith Finch what Remains of Edith Finch is a walking simulator by any definition, but also is one of the most imaginative and visually stunning ever made. While it'd be criminal to give away the narrative particulars, the title character's journey is so singular and unforgettable, juxtaposed against totally rudimentary traversal gameplay, that there's very little replay value here at all. The payoffs to the various vignettes that comprise the short two to three hour playtime will stick with players for years after the fact, and considering some of the trickier, bolder subjects that it confronts, it's tough to imagine many wishing to dive back in for another go. Many complained that the game's $20 launch price was too steep for such a short experience that doesn't much benefit from repeat playthroughs, but the profundity of the short playtime, well, it more than compensates. Number 4. Death Stranding so Death Stranding may have ultimately been one of the most divisive AAA releases over the last few years, but for those who vibed with it, Hideo Kojima's unconventional action game offers a mesmerizing experience like nothing else out there. Jokingly referred to by many as the world's most elaborate walking simulator, Death Stranding pushes its action to the background for the most part, focusing instead on the deceptively simple act of just traversing a post-apocalyptic United States and delivering packages. The result is an intoxicating puzzle 
puzzle game where the challenge lies in navigating increasingly tricky terrain without damaging or outright losing your cargo. Without a major focus on combat, it would have been reasonable to assume that the core campaign would have been relatively short, but lo and behold, Death Stranding ended up being by far Kojima's longest game to date, with even a critical path playthrough lasting upwards of 30 hours. Even the game's biggest fans won't likely disagree that it's a little long in the tooth overall, and that it could have lost not a sliver of its emotional impact by cutting down on the repetitive transport missions and clocking in at, say, a more reasonable 20 to 25 hours. As such, when there are so many new games out there waiting to be played, it's tough to prioritize replaying one that doesn't have a massive amount of respect for the player's time, even though it offers such a uniquely compelling gameplay loop. Number 3. Journey Journey is an experience like no other, a masterfully subtle, visually sumptuous adventure that's light on the plot but heavy on atmosphere and beauty. With a playtime of around two hours, Journey can be played alongside your morning coffee and doesn't beg to last a second longer. It's perhaps the example of a game that doesn't outstay its welcome while proving utterly transfixing for its entirety. As eye-wateringly gorgeous as it is, Journey is also aggressively simple from a gameplay perspective. It's basically a fancy walking sim, while the story, though begging deeper speculation, doesn't offer a ton for players to dig into on repeat playthroughs. And yet, Journey is such a landmark title for the genre and indie games in general that, almost an entire decade later, it's still remembered vividly by those who played it only once on launch. Number 2. Silent Hill 2 Silent Hill 2 is the feel-bad game to end all feel-bad games, a cosmic-scale bummer that you won't want to put yourself through more than once, nor indeed should you. And aptly, a single run of Konami's horror masterpiece is more than enough to leave a long-lasting, potentially even lifelong impression. While many horror games lose their power on a second playthrough due to their reliance on previously experienced jump scares, Silent Hill 2 is no typical entry into the genre. The game's thorny themes of guilt, depression, and so on have been relentlessly analysed by fans over the last 20 years, yet for the majority of people its oppressively heavy, downcast tone is so thick and invasive that it's difficult to ponder picking up the controller for another go-around. It's a game that permanently marks anyone who plays it, and so there's really little need to dive back in. You'll be left thinking about James Sunderland's hellish odyssey and the game's wider message about humanity for years, even decades to come. And number one, To The Moon. If you haven't played to the moon yet then go do that also where have you been for the last 10 years this adventure game's familiar retro aesthetic belies the fact that it is one of the most emotionally intelligent and heartbreaking video games ever made it's absolutely a game best played without much prior knowledge of its plot which centers around themes of memory and mortality and its narrative is so tremendously affecting as to become an emotional scab that players likely won't wish to pick at with a second playthrough more to the point the writing is strong enough to compensate for the game's admittedly ropey gameplay to the moon was created by an incredibly small team using the RPG Maker XP engine, and to that end, its central mechanics are both incredibly basic and quite bug-riddled. Here the gameplay is a means to an end, a necessity to experience the story but not something that you'll likely wish to do again. And given that To The Moon's emotionally shattering story will sear itself into your memories forevermore, there's really little to be gained from revisiting it. But still, for that first time around, what a game. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. 
Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.